You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. Well, hey, Becoming Me, I'm so excited to introduce you to my warrior friend, Nadine. Nadine, welcome to becomingme.tv. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have you here. Y'all, I followed Nadine on Instagram of all places. And literally the second that we started connecting, I've been so inspired and encouraged by your journey, the resources you share. So I'm just excited today to get to chat with you and unpack your becoming story. And I mean, to kick it all off, maybe let's start with the hardest question. Who's Nadine? Um, well, my name is Nadine, obviously. We've said it like 50 times now, but um, I am 22, living in Northern Virginia, about 20 to 30 minutes away from DC on a good day when there's no traffic. Um, so that's a little bit about me. I love Jesus. I share him a lot with everyone on my social media and also in real life. So I love it. That's amazing. And you have very cool TikToks. This morning before we hopped on our call, I like started going down a whole trail. I feel like I watched maybe 20 of your TikToks. I was like, girl, they're just kind of addicting. You are so great at them. So you guys love <laughs> all the links to connect when they need, but follow her because she's awesome. So, hey, let's dive into your story. Like, I would love for you to just unpack what has made you who you are today. Yeah, so... I mean, obviously, first and foremost, God, but just everything he's allowed me to walk through. So I was fortunate to grow up um, in a family that believes in Jesus and told me about him and where I was able to be in love with him um, growing up. So I was involved in my youth ministry growing up, all of that went on a few mission trips and everything. And then when I was in middle school, high school, um, my parents started having marital problems. We stopped going to church as much, and I was walking through a little bit of church hurt at that time. Um, at the same time, I had transferred high schools, and I had a whole new friend group, and I still love all of them so, so much. And I, that's when I started really walking away from God because I was just so fragile, and I didn't know who I was in him because I didn't have that personal relationship. And Growing up, I was taught all about how much God loves me and all of that. And then real life started happening and I started being able to process that real life. Cause I think when we, when we're young and we go through things, like we don't, we don't actually understand the repercussions of those traumas until we're older and we're able to process them. So when I was really young or not really young, I guess 
elementary school, I found out that my mom's father had abused her in every sort of the way when she was a child. And so we stopped talking to my mom's side of the family because she had that trauma that came back up. Um, and, you know, like a lot of sexual assault survivors, nobody really believes them, um, especially when it happened when you're a child and the trauma resurfaces. So that was my first, like, God, how could you let this happen? And then my parents' marriage fell apart when I was a junior in high school uh, because there was some infidelity. And I, again, God, how could you let this happen? I didn't see any value in myself. And so I was trying to find value in other people, specifically boys. So I was a junior in high school when I lost my virginity. And then I was a senior in high school when I had my first uh, sexual assault. And after that, they don't talk about this as much. Um, but when you go through something traumatic, like a sexual assault, oftentimes you're going to try to regain the power, not in a healthy way. And so what I did was I just started sleeping around with whoever. So I was like, well, I didn't get to decide this. So I'm going to decide this way. And it was just this long spiral of, I would go out and get drunk and then sleep around. And I went across the U S to college my first year and a half. I was super depressed. It was actually a Jesuit university. So God was still there and present in my life, even when I didn't fully believe that he was who I had been told that he was. Um, he never left my side. I had a um, one night in San Diego. I was so, so upset because I'd been drinking so much. Um, I tried to take an attempt on my life and God said, no, not today. I'm not done with you. And I'm so grateful. And then after that was when I started to really get help. I told my mom about what had happened to me and eventually I did come back to Virginia. Um, I started going to church again, trying that out at the same place where I had gone growing up, um, but I still didn't really know Jesus for myself. And I got involved in a relationship that was not healthy in 2018, I believe it was. And then that ended and just crashed and burned. And the entire time I was in this relationship, I knew I shouldn't be in it. There are people around me telling me, hey, great guy, not for you. And <laughs> there was even this feeling where every day I would pray a little bit, God, if this person's not for me, take them out of my life. But I wasn't really believing it, right? And so I stayed in that relationship even after God gave me sign after sign after sign until eventually he had to be like, I'm just, I'm gonna let it all fall apart. And I'm gonna be there to pick up the pieces, but you have to see like the destruction. So I can just completely rebuild your foundation. Um, and so he started doing that work in me. I could literally at that time only listen to worship music and sermons. I was just so sad. <laughs> like I'm laughing about it, but looking back, that was like literally, it, God is so good that he was still there and I was able to find my healing in him. I was still living half in, half out of the world. I was trying to be a Christian on Sundays and then, you know, Monday through Saturday, be a 20 year old and do stupid 20 year old things um, until eventually this summer when the lockdown started was when I really started getting to know God again and I was still half in half out a little bit but more warm than I was before um, and then this summer my pastor is preaching I need you guys to understand that repentance is asking God to destroy with fire the sin in your life that is keeping you from loving him to the full and I said that in the parking lot because we had a parking lot service Fourth of July weekend. 
I wasn't really believing it, but I was like, okay, God, I think I know what this sin is. I'm going to let you destroy it with fire, whatever that means. And for anyone who says that God does not have a sense of humor, he does. Because the kid that I was involved with texted me the next day and said, hey, we can't do this anymore. I got a Tinder. So we're going to have to stop. <laughs> and the Tinder logo <laughs> is fire. That's really <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And so I said, okay, God, here's my heart. Here's my life. We're going to work on this together. It's going to be hard. But I had like also a hinge at that time. So I deleted that. I was done looking for my validation of boys. Obviously, like I trip up now and then I'm like, oh, he's kind of cute. And I'm like, Nadine, no, no, we're a new bloodline, a new generation in Jesus. So, you know, not to say that I don't slip up and you know, still have like lustful thoughts here and there, but I'm being much more intentional with Jesus. And I just found that I had to let him destroy the foundation I was standing on. I think of it like a Jenga that's about to just topple and you keep on picking away at it until eventually it's going to fall. But then, you know, it's true. Jesus is the rock upon which I'm going to build my life. And just ever since finding who I am in him, my life has just been filled with so much joy. And it's not to say that it's without struggles or without trials or without moments where I mess up because I have them all the time. I'm human. But that's where the grace and the glory of God comes is because I'm human. It's true. One of my favorite verses is how um, his glory is made perfect in our weakness. Um, Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly. And so here I am. (laughs) Wow. I mean, thank you so much for unpacking your journey. I'm so proud of you. Like here, and you can see just the passion and the love you have for Jesus. And I love how you have truly and y'all when you look at Nadine's Instagram her TikTok whatever she over and over and over does talk about this foundation and I love how that really is rooted from your story like that's what you have been learning and God has been rebuilding this foundation in your life and that's so important because everything stems from there Um, and so I just love your journey I love your story who you're becoming um, you know, are you, are you a coffee drinker? I got to ask that. I've been drinking my coffee and I am a coffee drinker, but recently, um, I've been drinking the, the little Celsius energy drinks oh. because, uh, my stomach cannot handle the high acidity in coffee after one or two cups anymore, so, but I love a good iced coffee. Oh yes. So good. So if you were having a Celsius or your rare cup of coffee with someone and you're hanging out, you're trying to encourage them on their own becoming journey, what would you say? Well, I think it would depend on where they are in their faith, if they know Jesus or not, because I think oftentimes we can want to evangelize by telling people, hey, you know, Jesus loves you. Words without action are just words. Um, So I think my thing that I would tell them is I I wouldn't necessarily even tell them anything. I would just sit there and listen be like, how is your heart? You know, people so often ask, how are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm fine. But asking how is your heart? How is the state of just the most precious thing that God gave you on this earth? Because from our heart flows our just abundance of life, right? Guard your heart above all else for all you do flows from it. Yes, the heart is deceitful, but when you invite Jesus into it, that's where he does his work and that's where he pours out from you. So I think just simply sitting and asking, you know, how is your heart? How are you doing? And then asking whoever is in front of me intentionally, do you want to do life together? I think right now with social media in this day and age, friendship is such a watered down term. 
but I like to think of that old old song we used to sing in church oh what a friend we have in Jesus because it's so true like he is the one who came down to this earth to meet us in our mess and walk us through it and continually love us and yes he holds us accountable and he is the one who convicts us not anyone else and he's the one who's going to do all the hard work we just have to say yes so when we're called to be the light and the love and the salt that's reflected of Jesus like we have to get in the mess with people and just sit and look at them and be like hey I see you I hear you I love you like let's find out because I think every single issue stems from a lack of love which is really just a lack of God wherever that is in your life um so I don't even know that I would say anything encouraging just other than hey I love you so much I just want to get to know you like like, like you do with becoming.tv, you know, who are you? So I guess that's what I would ask. You know, I really love that you said that you're, you're the first becoming story that I've sat down and talked with like two who's actually noticed first, like, Hey, I think before I could say anything to encourage you, I need to get to know you. Um, And I think that that's really insightful and very important because often, and you hit it on the head um, earlier, even with our social media, like it's so easy for us to just talk at people and we share stuff we're learning, which is important. And I'm not dissing that at all. Um, But until you know where someone else is at, you can't really connect with them. And so I think that's so important. And I love that you shared that because often we just want to come in with the answers. Um, But sitting with someone and listening to them and giving them that space and then just telling them, I'm here for you. You're going to be okay. Like, that's huge. And not a lot of people are doing that today. Yeah. And I think that stems from, you know, what good leadership is too. Mm -hmm. If you want to make disciples, right. Cause they're not even called to be leaders. They're called to be disciple makers. You have to know where people are coming from and you have to be humble enough to say, I don't know how to help you, but I want to figure it out with you. And that's where the Holy spirit can really just speak through us. And we can be God's vessel. It's saying, okay, God, like, I don't know what I need to say in this situation, but I need you to speak through me right now. And it's okay to not have all the answers because at the end of the day, none of us are even called to be God. We're called to be like Jesus. And Jesus had all the answers, but he found them by spending time with God. So I don't know, just spending time with God and getting to know who he has made us to be so we can help others become who he made them to be. Yeah, it goes back to your word, girl, foundation. I love it so much. You know, somebody was watching our conversation today and they wanted to connect with you online. Where can they find you? Okay, so my Instagram is at Nadine Krill. My TikTok at Nadine Krill. I have a YouTube channel. Also, you guessed it, Nadine Krill. I'm working on a website that should be out in the next few weeks. Cool. NadineKrill.com. So I'll have everything on there. We'll have all the links for you guys here in the show notes as well. So you can easily follow and connect with Nadine online. Thank you so much for your story, for your courage to share who you are and who you're becoming. I know you have inspired me so deeply um, and just hearing your story, you are a warrior and I just can't wait to see what God continues to do in and through you. So thank you so much for sharing today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. 
Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.